Welcome, Bucks fans, to a special draft night edition of All Things Bucks podcast. Man, we are so excited to finally be talking about some draft picks that were made. At the time of this recording, it is Friday night. It is 1.22 in the morning Eastern time. The guys are exhausted, but we are so excited to get with you guys to talk about some of these picks. Man, there was some moves that we weren't expecting. There were some Florida State players that were not selected. And as a result, we got a lot to talk about. But first things first, if you guys are looking for Buccaneers game tickets, go to splitticks.com, S-P-L-I-T-T-I-K-S.com. Enter the code all things Buccaneers and get a discount. I know we have to do some thank yous before we start talking about the draft picks. So, Corey, what do you got? Thank thank the people, Corey. Thank the people. Uh, I just want to come out and say... Uh, thank you to Justin Pulowski for throwing a amazing draft party Thursday and Friday down in Tampa. Uh, Bucks Uncensored draft party was a lot of fun. As you can tell, my voice is uh, a little raspy from it, but it was a lot of fun meeting everybody. So again, thank you, Justin Pulowski, Joe Bucks fan, Buffalo Wild Wings for everything. Uh, Phil, do you have any thank yous to say as well about it? Uh, just thank you guys, man. I'm ready to talk some drafts, some football players, some new guys that are going to take us over the playoffs this year. And, uh, and further than that from there. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome guys. I'm glad you guys had a good time. I myself had a good time breaking down film of every pick that we took talking smack about Mike Mayock and his garbage draft and all of their opinions that don't make any sense and watching the Raiders mess the entire draft up. But you know what? We're not talking about the Raiders tonight. We'll just, we'll talk about that some other time. The first pick at 12 after the trade back Vita Bay defensive tackle Washington. What do you guys think about that pick, man? I like it a lot. I especially like the picks that come with it. What about you guys? Vita Vea is a beast. Uh, I'm just going to say that right now. Uh, it, when when they when the Bucks picked him, I, I was thinking to myself, you know, that's going to be the guy who's going to take over for Joe McCoy uh, if he gets traded or he leaves or he retires because uh, we all know how it went out with Warren Sapp and Derek Brooks uh, back in the day. So, But, no, Vita Vea, I, I think he's going to bring that, that nastiness the tenacity that we have already with JPP and Vin Curry. I, you know, I think the spark inside of uh, Gerald McCoy is going to come out a little bit uh, more this year. Uh, I don't know if you guys pay attention to the Buccaneers uh, app, but they had, they showed like a little clip of him talking after practice one time. And he was like, basically saying, we need to feel like you guys talking about uh, the Eagles guys we signed, you know, he was like really hyped about this year. And that's not something you see every year. I mean, you, you do see him, you know, getting all hype and going through the motions sometimes, but I, I really sense something totally different in him. And I, I think bringing Vita Vey in there, just, it's going to complete everything. A pass rush makes it secondary. We saw what happened with the Jaguars. We saw, what happened when they kept getting ten plus sacks? Like when you have a quarterback that doesn't have t- like doesn't have time to make any type of throw if he's contested, all that easily. Secondary makes a pass rush by far. And I'd like to apologize. Uh, I, I really thought we were taking Derwin James. I don't know, I don't know whoever, to, uh, whoever tuned into the the live feed uh, off the All Things Bucks Twitter page, but I, I was I was really big FSU homer at that time. So apologize. We got Vita Vea. I'm happy about it. Let's at that on. time, Phil, or just in general FSU homer? I mean, which one? Uh, I'll let you know when the season starts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> 
All right, so with the 12th pick, like you guys said, we took Vita Vea. Um, we, of course, traded back from the 7th pick. And uh, with Vita Vea, he's six foot five, 347 pounds. He's a, <laughs> a very, very big defensive lineman. <clears throat> like Phil said, there were a lot of people that thought the 12th pick was going to be Derwin James. And I was one of them. Because we needed help in the secondary. But the Vita Vea pick is a very smart pick. Because now you have eight-man rotation on a defensive line that will really, really help the secondary. So Vita Vea next to Gerald McCoy is going to take a lot of pressure off for Gerald getting double and triple team. That is what I think of the Vita Vea pick. Very smart, Jason Light. Vita Bay, like you guys all said, is a difference maker. And you know what? I'll tell you what, guys. I had uh, some people on Twitter that were saying, you know, that was the pick at 12. Why is that the pick at 12 if we went out and got all these guys on the defensive line? I mean, we went and got, like you guys said, Vinny, JPP, Bo Allen, Mitch Unrein. Got all those guys. But this is this is the thing I got to say, man. Like, we have been talking about Jason Light missing the pass rush for a few years now. We, we have been complaining, like, how come he didn't take de- defensive ends last year? We only had Spence. How come he didn't take him the year before? He's completely ignored it. I really can't blame Jason for going back and saying, look, you know what? I made a mistake, and I am not going to make that same mistake again, right? I mean, we go get all those guys in free agency. Then we go add Vey to it. I really, I really have a hard time complaining about that. That's just a guy realizing his mistakes, and that's what I want to see from a GM. I mean, how disappointed would you guys have been had he gone out there and only signed one defensive end as opposed to all the defensive ends he signed and the defensive tackles that he's now drafted uh, or the defensive tackle that he drafted in Bay? You see what I'm saying? So it's kind of, you know, just just check yourself on that, too, because, I mean, you guys, you guys, you know, it, it's tough to make everybody happy. And I understand that. But I'm just saying you see you're seeing RGM go back and fix what we've all called his biggest one of his biggest mistakes was ignoring the defensive line. He goes back. He fixes that. He gets Vita Bay. And on top of that, and I said this on Twitter too, if that was the guy all along, we got absolutely incredible value for him because not only did we still get him, but we traded back and picked up those extra second round picks with, I mean, and there was a ton of maneuvering um, in the second and third rounds with those picks. But I mean, we, we moved back, still got the guy that they wanted. I mean, incredible job. Uh, for me, uh, with, with Vita Vey, I, I feel like it was a great selection. Um, and then you go, you move into the second round, and you go ahead and get Ronald Jones. Now, I was a big, I was a big uh, supporter of taking guys, but now with some of the things that are coming out um, about just, I mean, stupidity, just, just dumb stuff from guys. I mean, lying and quite a few reports out there. You guys can see them all over Twitter. But I'll tell you what, I'm glad we didn't take guys. And I think Ronald Jones is a great running back. Now, I can't say that I've done a ton of film on him. I really haven't. Um, But I know these guys have. So I'm going to let them take the Ronald Jones pick for me because I know they got some information on him. Uh, But I am happy that we went ahead and grabbed one of the better backs in the draft. And according to most experts, it was a really good pick. Yeah, no, I love Ronald Jones. Uh, pick up. I, I was kind of on the guys uh, bandwagon for a little bit too. Uh, as he started slipping, though, I you know they I try to figure out what's wrong with them. You know, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that movie Draft Day, but they they pass on the quarterback and he just kept falling. Everyone kept freaking out. What's up with this guy? I was kind of like that, but. Uh, you know, when I realized Ronald Jones was still on the board, you know, I kind of got excited. I figured I figured the Bucks would take him. Now, there's a there's a power running back here. Uh, he, he fights for all the yards he has. 
or all the yards he gets. Uh, they didn't have too great of of a, a offensive line over at USC when he was running there, but he made the made the most of what he get, what he had at the time. Um, one of the big things that I, I think uh, he needs to work on, uh, maybe heading with the Bucks, um, is his pass pass catching ability. Uh, he he really wasn't asked to catch passes so much when uh, when he was playing in college, but you know bringing back in Charles Sims, I'm not sure. Um, how that's going to play out and who's going to get those kind of reps and stuff like that. So but that's, that's my take on, on um, Ronald Jones. Yeah. Ronald Jones is a good pick. Like you guys said. And another one of the things that, that we talk about when we're looking at Ronald is his, is his ability to uh, make explosive plays. Right. And that's something that Dirk always talks about. He talks about those explosives that he wants to see. And that's something we have really lacked from the running back position. Um, so I, I think that his ability uh, to bring us those, uh, explosive plays from the running back position can really improve the offense as a whole, especially talking about the play action that we all know Dirk uh, loves to run with the rollouts and stuff like that. So he can really be a threat uh, to run the ball and and give us explosive yardage on the ground, like you guys said, with the improved offensive line, which we'll get into uh, the picks uh, for Kappa later. But um, yeah, I think he can really improve the running back position for the Bucks and really add another dimension that we uh, didn't have when it was just Barber on the roster uh, and Sims. So, yeah, like you said, Mark, with the Ronald Jones pick, he's very explosive. He adds another dimension to our offense. We need an explosive running back. Uh, Phil touched on it. He would somebody that we all were talking about. Ronald Jones is definitely somebody that opens up the pass game now because he's a an explosive runner out of the backfield, but he also can catch out of the backfield. So like you said, Mark, with the play action pass, it's now open because we have Ronald Jones along with Peyton Barber and that vastly improves our offense, in my opinion. And bringing in, you know, bring, bringing it like solidifying our offensive line. I, you can, I think any running back is going to be good behind that. Uh, you know, looking at Peyton Barber, Peyton Barber, you know, he, he earned his starting time um, behind the crappy line that we had last year. So I, I definitely think bringing in Ronald Jones and with that revamped offensive line is, is going to, it's going to explode. like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense has to be good. All the pieces are there. They, they just have to be good. And Ronald Jones really completes it. He does. He does. He does. And talking about completing it, we're starting to move towards that point, point in the defense as well. We go cornerbacks, a uh, couple cornerbacks back to back. MJ Stewart would be the first one. Um, what do you guys think about the Stewart pick? This guy is a tenacious, hard-nosed hitting player. He's a guy that lines up in the nickel. He can line up in the corner. He can line up in the safety. He line when he's at nickel position. He's a guy that gets you the sack on the nickel blitz. In Canada football, we call it the halfback blitz. So, <laughs> other than that, it works out very good because he is the type of guy that does not give a crap about who he lines up lines up against. He'll go against Sanu. He'll go against. Julio, he'll go against any type of player, and he will literally punch him in the face. He doesn't care. And that's the same for Carlton Davis as well. So this type of pick is a very good pickup. Um, I think a lot of fans will see it in the long-term wise. Um, he's a very good player. He's very tenacious. He He's a little short. He's a 5'10", but he, he plays like he's 6'2". 
It's a very complex thing to say, but he plays like he's big. And that's the type of players that we need for this team and for this defense. I've repeated back to my old statement before. A pass rush makes a secondary, guys. Said multiple times. It's said in tweets. I will say it anytime, any day. A pass rush makes a secondary. And there's no matter and no debate against that. Yeah, Kel, like you said, MG Stewart is uh, something that is going to help our defense because Jason Light is focusing both on improving the spots that we really, truly needed to target. Like MG is going to be the player that they wanted Ryan Smith to be, cornerback uh, slash safety. MJ Stewart is really not a press coverage guy. He's he's more of like, okay, let me let me be on you, and I'm gonna break up the pass, but I'm not gonna intercept the ball. And that's that's what I like to see. I like to see somebody that'll be in your face with the pass breakups. Yeah, I agree. Stewart's gonna be a Stewart's gonna be, and I think this is the thing too with Stewart. I think he can play a couple different positions, and they talked about possibly playing him in the slot as well. He'll give VH three some competition. He'll have some competition to play outside. Um, and I know in the conference call with him, I know that they mentioned that he didn't, uh, or that the Bucks mentioned to him that he might uh, move out and try some safety as well. Um, so there's a couple different places where we can see him. Uh, at least test him out and see what he'll what he'll what he'll do at those positions. So I, I haven't heard any all the analysts that I had heard. None of them said it was a bad pick. I didn't hear anybody say like, "Wow, this is a reach." Um, like you look back at the first round, um, the Edmonds brother, I believe it was Terrell Edmonds at twenty eight to the Steelers. The the announcers were right away were like, "That's a reach." I, I didn't hear the same when they talked about that with Stewart when we took Stewart. Um, so I really think that that he'll he'll be okay and and his highlight tape he looks pretty like like you said kellen he looks pretty tenacious he looks aggressive and you like to see that from uh the cornerbacks and one of the things i noticed about him too in his in his film the the limited amount of film that i've been able to watch he's a really good tackler i mean he gets in there and he's trying to make a tackle and you know there's a lot of quarterbacks cornerbacks in the nfl that are afraid to make the tackle um that will kind of shy away from the tackle so it's nice to see a young corner like that really dig in there and try to make the tackle be aggressive. Um, and he puts some, I mean, in his highlight tape, of course, it's not the best film ever, but in the brief, like I said, the brief highlight tape that I saw, he put some hits on some people, man. So he he's out there and he's, he's trying to make the tackle. He's trying to get involved in the play um, and aggressive. Like you said, Kellen, which brings us to the other cornerback that we drafted Carlton Davis from Auburn. Um, now I did some, some film on him before the draft. And then right after the draft, I was really intrigued by it, especially because it was back-to-back corners. Um, so I, I was like, you know, I need to see what is this man about. I'll tell you what, guys. And I think it started, and I was looking at my Twitter play, my Twitter page, um, and it's starting to catch up to everybody, I think. A couple experts are saying it here and there. He was really, really underrated. I mean, he is he's big, he's strong. He's physical. Another common denominator that we see with this guy, he also can tackle. He's getting in there. He's hitting. He's making plays. He's wrapping all the way down, making really sound, fundamental tackles. Um, And he's really exciting to watch. I mean, there was a play that I was watching that uh, it was a a post route, and he was coming across the middle of the field, and the ball was placed in a good spot for the receiver to make the catch. But because of Davis's length um, and his arm length and his height, he was able to get his hands in there and pick it at this 
really weird angle. The ball wasn't placed terribly, but he was he, because he's so long, he was able to reach his hands in there and basically just muscle it away from the receiver. Um, so I think his length will allow him to do a lot of different things. It'll really allow him to be physical. Um, and you know, one of the, when I was watching him, I was kind of thinking like, what corner does he remind me of? What corner do I see in him? And the guy that I kind of, that kind of jumped to my mind right away was Vontae Davis, right? Pretty long corner. Vontae was a little bit shorter, but a pretty long corner and his arms allow him to make plays that other cornerbacks can't make. Um, I do, I am concerned a little bit about his 40 time. It was a little bit slow. Um, but I really think that Carlton could be one of the picks that we're looking at next year. And we're like, man, how did we get him? Uh, at that place. I mean, how did we get him at the end of the second round like that? Yeah, see, yeah, that's what I was thinking, too, because uh, after we made the pick, of course, I was on Twitter uh, just trying to see what experts are saying and people that, you know, get paid to actually, like, scout players and everything. Um, I, I was looking at somebody tweeted something. Uh, someone published, uh, like, a draft journal or whatever, like, where they basically say, this is where I rank all the players going in the draft. And uh, there was one guy that actually had... Um, Carlton Davis as the best defensive back in in the going into the draft this year. So I, I really think we got our value with him. Uh, I mean, this is a nasty guy. If you give him time to to push off the line and, and cause a little friction um, before the wide receiver goes out, I mean, he, he's going to dominate him every single time. Um, yeah. That the only the only thing I'm worried about is uh, he, he like you said he is a little slower. So going up against you know Julio and, and some of those long longer leg faster receivers in our crazy fun division, uh, you know, it's it's really gonna test him. But, you know, he, he's gonna have Mike Evans, he's gonna go against every day. You know, he's gonna have Chris Godwin, which is another fast guy. Uh Deshaun Jackson, of course. You know, OJ Howard, he, he's gonna get better at covering uh what we call it, the recovery speed, uh, closing the gap right. on it. So, right. I, but I mean, I was really, really happy with this pick. Uh, overall, phenomenal player. I really think he's gonna he's gonna bring that uh, extra effort in the backfield that we need. So. Yeah, and you know, like you said, one of the things that I saw as well, he does. He looks like he would be excellent at the press. Like he looks like when you put him in that press. Uh, position. He's so big and strong and his arms are so long that you really, I mean, if he starts jamming that receiver at the line and he's going to learn how to get real good at that with a guy as big as Mike uh, in practice, having to jam him every day is not an easy task. Right. And so he'll get really good at that. But like you said, I really like the pick overall. And I mean, I might even go as far as to say from what I've seen so far, it might be my favorite pick that we made. I mean, literally, that's how excited I am about this guy. I really think he can make a difference as long as he can overcome, uh, like you said, the speed issue uh, going up against. But like you said, he, he'll have plenty of practice against some fast guys. Deshaun Jackson uh, is pretty fast in case, you know, just FYI. <laughs> in case no one knew. But, but yeah. no, exactly. And, and, and that's what I, I love about uh, having some of the best players on your team is they're going to make those other players better um, no matter what part of the field they're playing. Uh, look at Justin Evans. He came on real big uh, last year. You know, he was having to cover Deshaun Jackson in the back and stuff like that. So it, it really helps to have, you know, those key big names on your team also. I love the pick. I watch him. I love watching the SEC. Uh, so I get to see Carlton Davis quite a bit. I got to see what he did against uh, UCF this year. And honestly, Carlton Davis, like you guys said, his 40 uh, is a little slow for a cornerback. But 
it's not going to be a problem for me, especially when he's going to be facing those fast receivers that we have in practice every single day. And his size for a cornerback, he's 6'1". So that is going to be something that benefits the defense. 6'1 cornerback going against guys like Julio Jones. And so that's what that's what I like. I love it. It's a dark horse pick right there that we got. And I honestly believe that it just makes our defense a whole lot better. I'm hoping we found the next uh, Marshawn Lattimore. Um, you know how the Saints came on. So uh, uh, that's that's my hopes for him. Uh, I'd settle know, for Lattimore. I'd settle uh, for for Lattimore type hype. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like he he played really well against us. I mean, other he, than he that, did. He did. Mike. But uh, yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Which you know, for the record, Mike would have trashed him. But you know, that's another <laughs> topic. We can talk about that some other time. Um. So the other pick that we had, right? The other pick that we had, another guy that I'm excited about. I like a lot. We know Jason Light likes him because if he goes anywhere D2 or D3 and he's an offensive lineman, give him the light. He'll trade picks. He will take that man, and that man this year was Alex Kappa. Alex Kappa, I know a lot of people did some some film research on him. He looks exciting. He looks strong. He looks big. He looks like a road grader, and I like you know I, I know it's been tossed around a lot, but he, he sure looked like a bouncer. And those people like that, like you know, they're saying throwing people out the club, man. That man was throwing people out of the club, and they could never get back in, man. God, he was scary, man. Oh my God, watching that tape, I was so excited. I mean, yeah, he's not playing against like ACC, SEC, whatever, but th- those are men on the field that he was throwing around. For they are in fact men, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean, but oh my god, I, yeah. I, I was hyped just watching you know thirty seconds of film on them, and you know they were all hyped too. Uh, the announcers and everything talking on on the actual NFL draft. So this pick is uh, amazing. I'm freaking ecstatic. Freaking Jason Light gets an A in my book, bringing this guy in. Yeah, like you said, Phil. Uh, just because he's a D two talent doesn't mean that they're not men. Those are all men. Ali Marpet was a D3 talent. And what has, he done, what has he done in the NFL? He has dominated the offensive line. So that is the example that I like right there. Ali Marpet and <clears throat> Alex Kappa are my comparison one-on-one. Yeah, actually, I got to cut in. I, I saw something on Twitter today uh, after that pick. Someone was saying that he's the type of guy that doesn't like to shower. <laughs> I like, saw that, too. Yeah, you saw that? You, like, leave the dishes up, and I'm okay with that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was probably the greatest tweet I saw all weekend so far with this draft. Um, but, yeah, man, th- this guy's going to bring an edge uh, to our offensive line. Uh, I also tweeted something out earlier, like, if our offensive line or defensive line aren't, like, the most dominant lines in the NFL, then I, I just I don't understand football anymore. Kappa, solid pick. Jason Light is doing wonders with picks that are not coming from D1. So with that, I say thank you, Jason Light. You are just solidifying the trenches for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Thank you, Jason Light. Yes, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Jason Light. Absolutely. Absolutely, guys. I mean, I tell you what, you got okay, so we have right, we we went and got um whew, his name almost escaped me for a second there. We went and got Jensen, then we go get Kappa, right? We got Ali, we got Dotson, Beninok is coming up and, and starting to starting to well showed some signs of promise, I should say, um last year. So now you put Ronald Jones behind that line. You put Peyton Barber behind that line, and I think we'll see a much improved rushing attack this year. I mean, am I right? I I, I can't see it any other way. No, we we better, man. And you know what? We better. That's right. (laughs) I'm telling you right now, 
exactly. And we got more picks that we're going to take care of tomorrow. But Jameis Winston's his best with the play action. The play action needs to happen, and I think it will. Uh, I mean, all these pieces are just coming together. I, I just, I, I don't think I've ever been so excited for an offensive and defensive line going into the season. Like, I'm excited to watch them. I'm excited to watch them grow. I'm, I'm excited to watch them play off of each other. Like Noah Spence will come off the edge after Vita Vea pushes someone down the. Like, I'm just excited for like the matchups. Uh, Jason Light, just phenomenal job so far. Phenomenal job. Phenomenal job. And, and you know what, you know, you know, Twitter's not the best place to be uh, while you're watching the draft, right? Because I mean, you watch the picks, (laughs) you watch the picks scroll across the screen and people are pissed. I mean, and whether it was, you know, Derwin James, you know, understandably upset a lot of people. I thought we were going to go Derwin, you know, I know we're kind of jumping back to the first round here, but I thought we were going to go Derwin as well. Um, And people were upset that we didn't go Derwin. But even after that, some of the just because you've never heard the guy's name, that doesn't mean he's going to be the worst pick ever. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, a couple years ago, we take Ali Marpet. I had never heard of him. He wasn't on my, you know what I'm saying? I mean, and and so I had never heard of him. and, and, And look, you know what I'm saying? So obviously these guys, you guys have to understand, Jason Light, the scouting department, uh, it turns out they get paid to watch football, to scout football. And what? I tell you what, I, I wrote an article. I know, crazy, crazy talk. I'm talking crazy. I know I should just stop now while I'm ahead. But <laughs> listen, the, a couple years ago, right? A couple years ago, you have um, you have people complaining about the, the Jameis Winston pick. Now here we are, and most people I think can argue, or sorry, not argue, agree that Jameis was a better pick, in my opinion, than Mariota. And I myself wanted Mariota back then. Right. So, I mean, there's a, and then Johnny Manziel, a lot of people wanted Johnny football uh, when we took um, Mike Evans. And so all that to say, is just let's, Hey, let's, the, the jury's still out on these guys. We just called their name a couple hours ago. Um, so let, let's, let's give it some time, but I like most of the picks that were made. Of course, there's some uncertainty with Carlton Davis. There's some uncertainty with MJ Stewart. Um, just because I, you know, I, I don't know a lot about them, so I can't sit here and say that they're the best ever. Like I said, I, I gave my take on Davis already, but um, I, I can't sit here and say that they'll be the best. But let's let's not sit here and say that those are the worst picks ever, and and we got a fire light because we do that every year, uh, regardless of what he does. Um, I swear, the man could bring in every top-notch player in the world and win the draft three times over, and there would still yep. be somebody talking about Fire Jason Light. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, exactly. I was uh, actually listening to Locked On Bucks podcast uh, on my way to work today, and uh, David Harrison, uh, my mentor coming up, by the way. Uh, thank you, David. But, uh, no, he Shout was, out he to was, Dave and James. <laughs> studs. James. But no, he was basically talking like, you know, Jason Light could bring in a, like, uh, I don't know, I don't remember an example, but like, you can bring in a filet and young, and they'll be like, oh, well, this isn't good enough. Can I get something? You know what I mean? Like, right. no one's going to always be happy um, with what they do. There's always going to be those people, those, uh, I call them Facebook warriors, but uh, they're not going to be happy <laughs> no matter what happens. You know, yeah. they want to. Yeah. They just want what they want. And I'm sorry, right. man. You're, you're a fan. Jason Light's job is to make the football team better. Let him do it. Stop complaining. That's my take on that. Yeah, absolutely. And I can't argue right now, sitting here today, that Jason has not done that 95, 90% of the time, okay? Because, I mean, the guys that he's gotten have been the, the right guys for the most part. Minus a lot of coaching decisions, a lot of execution. Like my, my man on Twitter, Robert Green, he loves to talk about execution. Yep. And he's 100% right. I mean, it's execution, it's coaching. But when you look at the player by themselves, objectively, 
before they step foot on the field as a buck, they're good football players. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You don't go and look at their highlight tape and say, man, I really don't see it with that guy. You, I, I, Like I said, I hadn't seen a ton of Carlton Davis. I'd seen some, but not a ton. But you go watch his tape, and that's a football guy. I mean, he's a good football player. Yeah. And that's Jason's, that's Jason's job, to go get good football players, put them in a red and pewter uniform. And then from there, it's Cutter. It's a Smith. It's Warhop. It's those guys, Monken. It's those guys' jobs to put them in positions to succeed. Um, so, And I think that's what you see, for the most part, with Light. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Light diehard. I really am. I really... I really believe he's one of the top five best GMs in the NFL. I really do. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so especially I, after I, this draft, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and again, we haven't seen them play yet, but what we're saying is based off of the analysis from the college tape, from their college tape, from when we saw them play football, they looked like good football players. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. No, they didn't. And, uh, you know, that's the reason why we picked them, right? Uh, we're not going to pick a guy who plays like crap, you know? Um, uh, yeah, but, Unless know, our they, name was John Gruden. I mean, although we're not name dropping <laughs> right now. But, uh, <laughs> no, no um, but, but like I was saying, though, you know, these guys are going to go out there and they're going to prove themselves. And, and I, I think there's a there's a few guys on the roster who might, you know, push them to be better because they're worried that they're going to get time taken away from them or something. I, I know Greg Allman, I think it was Greg Allman, or maybe it was someone else saying something about uh, Bo Allen uh, might not get all the reps that, you know, he was, he should have gotten because of who we uh, brought in with uh, uh, Vita Vea. So actually that was Joe Buck's fan. I remember that now, but uh, yeah, you know, it, just bringing in these like caliber players is going to make the entire team better. Um, no matter if they're battling for a roster spot or they're just working together. I mean, it's, it's just awesome. This is, it's just a great draft so far. <laughs> oh, and to bring up that tweet again, uh, from not top two, two, five, zero. He said, uh, Alex Kappa looks like he smells awful, rarely showers and is okay with dishes piling up. He said, that's the kind of O O lineman I want leading the run. So great tweet, by the way. <laughs> that is a fantastic tweet. That is a fantastic tweet. I, I saw that too, and I was dying. That's funny. Um, but I think that about wraps it up for us, guys. We wanted to give you guys some quick takes on what we have done so far in the draft. A couple picks tomorrow. Still some time to fill some needs. But I really think the the um, the huge needs that we have were filled. I really do. I feel like uh, we put the guy, or Jason, I should say, put the guy that he thought was best to fill that need. Um, I mean, two corners, we grabbed ourselves a guard, we grabbed ourselves a running back, we have a defensive tackle, and we have picks tomorrow. A guy that I'd like to see go tomorrow, and I'll pass it to each one of you guys too, you guys can just give me one guy you guys would like to see go tomorrow to the Bucks. A guy I would like to see go to the Bucks would be Hines. I would really like to pick up another running back. I think the Bucks liked him a lot. They had him in for a visit. He's a really fast running back, and I, I would like to see him get into our running back room, man. I, I'd like to see uh, that happen. Another guy that I know uh, CJ likes is uh, Mark Walton from University of Miami, so that's an option as well, but I would like to see the Bucks go with one more running back. What do you think, Corey? A player that I would like to see the Bucks touch on tomorrow if he's still there when we pick is a uh, Shaquem Griffin because you don't teach heart. It's there. And every time he's on the field, even without a hand, he plays his ass off. And that's the type of player you want on your team. So that is a player that I think that the Bucks should take a look at. Yeah. One player, I, you know, I'm, I'm still sticking to the defensive line. I, you can never have too many fresh bodies. And I, I'm looking at 
and don't call me a homer now. All right. This guy's good. <laughs> all, right? all right. Derek Naughty from Florida State. He was, he, I'm saying, uh, okay, he's a good player, guys. Check out the film. Watch. I promise you. But, uh, you, you know, some of these guys, we only have them on one year, two year contracts. So, you know, they're just going to need another body that can fill that spot. But Derek Naughty was pretty dominant in the ACC uh, coming up through Florida State. And, and that, I mean, that's a guy that I can see them picking up uh, real late in the draft uh, if they don't get a, like a, a, a message saying he's going to get taken or something like that. So that's a guy I'm keeping an eye out. Right. Am I correct on assuming that Josh Sweat is still available too? I believe I Josh believe Sweat is available, right. Yeah, and you know, I mean, at this point we're starting to get to that point in the draft when you talk about the guys that are available. Josh Sweat jumps to the top of the list. I mean, I'm not a Florida State fan and I can even say that he's his tape is incredible when he's healthy. Uh he's he's an incredible football player. Yeah, he's very disrupted, uh, you know, especially up the middle, so you know, Let's just keep building the defensive line, man. I, I don't care. Let's put a fresh body in there every down. I'm, <laughs> I'm that's fine. That's fine, man. I, yeah, you need rotation at the defensive line because you need constant pressure on the quarterback. In a quarterback-driven league, you need to put pressure on the quarterback. We, I mean, you talk about guys, when you want to be guys like Tom Brady, what do you do? Peyton Manning, what did you do? You pressured those guys because mm -hmm. they don't like being hit. Brady especially. I mean, he gets out of sorts when he gets hit. Even going oh, back to our game against, yeah, even going back to our game against them this year, the first couple plays, uh, I believe we had a couple sacks in the first couple drives, yep. and he was out of sorts, and that ended up leading to the pick. We were getting pressure on Tom Brady, and good quarterbacks don't like pressure. Um, so, so that's, I mean, that's important to do. So you can never have, like you said, you can never have enough, uh, defensive linemen. What would you guys, just one quick thing. I just, I just remembered it. I just wanted to go over it real quick. One quick thing. What would you guys grade the draft so far? If you had to put a letter grade to it, um, my school, we use a minus B minus uh, a plus kind of sorry you go to? Oh, I know it's school, a right? yeah it's dumb it's a dumb school is what it is they out here giving me an a minus instead of a regular a ruining my GPA it's incredible but anyways uh so a plus a minus or a what would you guys give this draft so far uh I'm I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna go with that Cali grading system I'm gonna say a minus so far <laughs> a minus okay a minus a minus Corey uh I'm gonna have to agree with Phil I'm going a minus as well Kellen. I will give it about a B minus. I won't lie. B minus. I don't think they really needed two hard nosed cornerbacks or nickels. I thought they made it clear that they were going to make Brent Hargraves a nickel, but I'll give it B minus. I, I give it a, a, a minus for V of A. I give it A for, uh, or B plus, I'd say, for Ronald Jones. But other than that, the other twos are B minus for me, so I'm going to say overall B minus. See, I don't know. I think I think they're going to put MJ Stewart. I think he's going to play some safety. I think I, he I think, will too. Yeah, I think I think saying they're both cornerbacks. I I really think uh, Davis is going to take most of those cornerback reps. Stewart's going to play some safety, help out Connie and Evans in the back. Uh, yeah, I think you. I think he'll get some time at safety as well. I, and you know, I, <laughs> it's. Every time a coach is talking about something like that, when they say, yeah, you, you know, this guy's strictly this, 
Uh, that changes. That changes. Yeah. I mean, how many times have we heard they're content with the offensive line and then they go get Jensen and Kappa? <laughs> so that tells me, guess what? They weren't content with the offensive line. Um, or maybe not. Maybe the way to describe it is not necessarily that they weren't content, but they felt that they could get better. And they so, it. Yep. right, right. And I think that's the case with Stewart. I think he gets some snaps at safety, like you said, and, and just see how it plays out uh, for him at safety. So yeah, I'm going to have to go with, with a little bit. I'm, I'm not too high on the draft right now. I think because Jason light works miracles that, uh, I will be at the end of the draft by tomorrow night. But as of right now, um, on Friday at two Oh nine AM, I'm going to go ahead and give it a B, a, a solid B. I'm not as low as Kellen. Um, but I wouldn't say I'm as high as you two either. Uh, so we'll see, we'll see how that goes tomorrow night. A couple guys that, you you know, we, they're still available, um, that we can go get. So it'll be exciting to see what we do and how Jason light maneuvers it. We thank you for spending some time with us. Um, like we said before, this episode is going to come out most likely after, uh, the picks that are made tomorrow on Saturday. So we won't be able to obviously address those because we can't see into the future. But we will tell you that uh, I think we can all agree that there'll probably be some 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 good picks because I, I really do trust Jason Light with, I mean, look what he did in the fourth a couple years ago with Quan. So there'll be some good picks and there'll be some players added to the team. We'll see how it goes. But thank you guys for spending some time with us from all of us here at the ATB podcast. Thank you guys for the support over this draft couple days these past couple days we've had a lot of interaction from you guys i've had a ton on my personal page and on the atb page we appreciate yep. all of you guys interacting with us watching our videos talking with us like we said we really enjoy interacting with you guys it's a lot of fun to to have other like-minded individuals uh to talk to so we appreciate that about you guys and you guys have a good night go bucks hopefully the rest of the draft goes exactly how we all want to see it see you guys next week let's do it Peace.